everyone. Welcome to the Real Raw You podcast, a podcast where we talk about real life issues and giving yourself permission to be your real authentic self. I'm your host, Rebecca Alexandria. I'm so excited you're here and I can't wait to dive into this week's episode. everyone welcome back to the podcast i wanted to take the time to do a podcast centered around my faith journey especially my faith journey living in los angeles for five years but i really wanted to narrow it down to the last three years of my life specifically one reason why i really really wanted to do a podcast like this is because i know many of us are going through some type of transition and many of us are having moments where our faith is being tested and definitely being strengthened i wanted to do this podcast also because i want to be transparent i had someone tell me not too long ago that when they were looking at my life on social media they didn't know the depths of what I had walked through and what I've been through because they said I didn't look like it, which is a blessing in itself. But I also know that that just shows how much social media can be so misleading. And I wanted people to know that, you know, I've had people who have misjudged my story. I've had people who look down upon me. I've had people who just all these different things about my own story and and being obedient to the Lord and and how that led me into really a wilderness season with the Lord and stripping and pruning and all of those different things. And, And so I wanted to take the time to just talk about my faith walk and hope that it encouraged others that if God is having you in a specific season like this to not lose heart, to not get discouraged, to know that he is with you and he is for you and that He's the God that leads you in it, and he leads you through it, and he will lead you out of it. So I'm going to backtrack a little bit. My story, like I said, with the LA thing, began in 2019, but I'm going to really talk about my life from 2021 moving forward to where we are now in 2024. So in 2021, of course, a lot of you guys know we were still in the middle of the global pandemic, and And the Lord transitioned me back from my hometown of Norfolk, Virginia, back to L.A. during a global pandemic. I had a lot of people say I was crazy. I had a lot of people say that wasn't the Lord. But at that point in my walk and the different things that I have done, I had a track record with the Lord. And I knew his voice. And I knew that he was calling me back to Los Angeles to finish what he started. So even though I looked really, really crazy, I had so much peace in my heart and I knew I was doing the right thing. So I picked up everything and I moved back across the country, 3000 miles away. I did the program. I ended up finishing it. I did two years. I was a part of an internship through the church that I was attending at that time. And during that time, I can really feel a lot of just stirring in my heart. I was feeling a lot of things getting shaken up. Um, Relationships were starting to get shaken up. Family things were starting to get shaken up. I just remember feeling just these really intense moments of just like wanting to scream and knowing I was called for more, but not sure what that looked like. And I remember just, I had to, I was in student housing at the time. And I remember, you know, asking the Lord, like, am I staying in Los Angeles or am I going back home to Virginia? You know, because I was in transition and I I did not know anything. 
And I remember constantly praying and praying, and I would always hear the Lord say the same thing over and over again. And I would hear the words of, I'm keeping you in Los Angeles, and I'm going to sustain you here. And so still, I didn't have a job. I didn't have a car at the time. I didn't have a place to live because I was staying in student housing. But because I graduated, I aged out and everything, I would eventually have to move out of that apartment within so many months. So I remember just being like, okay, Lord, you gave the word. I'm going to trust you in this word. I'm going to believe it. I don't know how it's all going to work out, but you're going to all work it out. So I remember just following a lot of his voice, which I would say, guys, when you're in a season of your faith being stretched and your faith being strengthened, to always follow the voice of the Lord. It's so easy to get caught up in what other people are doing. It's so easy to get caught up in what other people thinking and other people's opinions. But at the end of the day, you're going to be responsible for what he told you. And you're going to be responsible for if you obey it or not, not your neighbor and not what other people told you. So I remember just taking those times to really press in more and more into what the Lord was telling me. So whatever he told me to do at that time, like there was a part in that journey where he was like, ask, can you stay longer? Can you stay a month later? And I did. And they gave me grace and they let me stay a month later. There was moments where he would say, do this. And I would do that. Um, because I had to really learn how to be obedient. I didn't know anything else. I didn't know how it was going to work out. So I just had to learn how to really rely on his voice. So anyway, so the Lord ended up working all of those things out miraculously. He ended up there was someone who had a car and they literally gave me their car. I was not expecting it. They blessed me with a whole car I did not have to pay for. There was um, my apartment literally came to me through somebody else. I did not have to look for my place. It was a complete miracle. Even in that it was a miracle in itself because I did not pay anything when I moved in. I literally remember telling the Lord, like, I wanted to get a new queen size bed. I remember looking for furniture, looking for dishes. And I put all these things in my Amazon cart and I could never bring myself to paying for it. Fast forward, when he brought me to the apartment that I'm actually currently in now, he literally provided a queen size bed and dishes and all those things that I did not even have to pay for. It was just such a God ordained situation. The only problem was, which is where I, again, that faith thing came in was I did not have a job. (laughs) And I just remember praying and like, Lord, you gave the car, you gave the job. I mean, you gave the housing. Now we need the job to sustain all of this because you told me you're keeping me here, right? So what does this look like? We need the job, right? And the Lord began to tell me in my prayer time, he gave me the scripture, Psalm 23, but he gave me specifically the part that says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not be afraid for you are with me. Okay, so pause here. Most of the time when I have heard that scripture, I've always heard it in a sense of people who were like dying or becoming like extremely ill or, you know, all these different things. And out of my own ignorance, I was just like, am I going to (laughs) die? Like, I'm confused. And he kept saying it over and over again. And I also remember he was saying that this is going to be a season for you of delay. 
And again, I was like, okay, you know, give or take a few months delay. That's fine. I can handle that. Guys, that season lasted so long. I remember being in my apartment and not being able to pay my rent and crying. I remember during that time, like family issues were going on. I remember people that I thought I had relationships with friendships, breaking up, ending abruptly. I remember just applying for jobs, going on interview after interview after interview, and just saying, hearing God, and just hearing, no, 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 no. I remember wanting to do all these things and nothing was happening and the frustration that I was feeling out of it. Meanwhile, in my prayer time, the Lord's like, I'm gonna take care of it. I'm gonna do it, all these different things. But if I'm being honest, my faith was stretched and tested like none other. I just, it was hard. It was very, very, very hard. It was embarrassing. I felt embarrassed at times. I felt like, God, you led me here. You told me to stay here. I left my family. I left certain things. I All these different things. I came here. All these things because you gave me a word, but yet nothing's working. I feel I'm getting further in debt. I look stupid. People are telling me, well, maybe you need to just up and move and come back. And some people were telling me, well, maybe you didn't hear God, like all these different things. And then I started doubting myself because I was like, well, maybe I'm not hearing God. Maybe I I am missing it. Maybe there is something I'm supposed to be doing. And then that led me into even more just trying to like figure it out. So then going into different whatever, just trying to figure out, okay, well, maybe I missed it. Guys, when I tell you it was hard, it was really, really hard, hard, hard. During that season, I know the Lord was really dealing with my heart over several different things. He was healing deep, deep wounds in my heart. He was healing father wounds. He was healing self-esteem issues. He was healing areas of coping mechanisms and things that I would do to cope and and to try to get validation from. There was so much stripping that took place, so much stripping. And I just remember, I just remember in moments of my tears and crying out to the Lord of just, even at times, to be honest, just completely angry with God. I, there was moments I didn't realize how much anger that I had in me because I felt like it was masked under all these other hurts and pains. And so deep down there was resentment. There was so much anger. There was, I remember at one point, I remember talking to the Lord because I felt like he wasn't providing for me good enough. And I remember saying to him, you know, you're no different than my natural father. You're no better than my natural father. He was never there to provide for me. He was never there to handle these things. And I'm calling on you and you're just, you left me. You left me out here in this situation. And and I don't know what you're doing. And so as I continue to just go through this, you know, the Lord will really, he's so kind because he would just speak to my heart you know, over the littlest things he would begin to speak to my heart about. He would begin to tell me, you know, how much he loved me. He would begin to just, he's so kind, you know? And even when he would say, 
I'm going to take care of the situation. I had to learn that maybe how I wanted it to happen didn't happen that way, but it doesn't mean that God still didn't provide. I look back now and I'm almost three years in my apartment. And even though there was some months, I could not pay my bills, guys. I look back and God literally confirmed words that he would speak to me. He would literally confirm when he said, don't worry about it. You're not going to, he would tell me all the time, you're not going to lose your place. And some months I had the money. And then some months he miraculously would just touch my landlord's heart. And my landlord would just say, don't worry about it. Or he would say, I'm here to help you. Just uncommon things that people generally do not do in this season. I remember just getting food, like getting, being sustained by food stamps. And I've never been on food stamps in my life, but being sustained by food stamps, being sustained by, you know, having to be off state funding pretty much. And I've never had that happen to me. But I had to learn to be okay and say, Lord, if this is how you're choosing to do it. I'm going to just get my hands off of it. And the, the, the more I pressed in and I allowed him to show me the areas where my faith was, the more I was able to continue to get healed from areas that I did not know needed healing. And as he began to touch those things, I look back and it, and, and it didn't make every situation different or better, but what it did was it allowed me to have more trust in him because I saw again, the record of, wow, I'm leaning in faith because that's all I have. I can't, I have nothing else but my faith. I have nothing else right now. And Lord, if I lose it all, it's okay because I know that you're going to provide for me in ways that I can never imagine because I've already seen you do it. I've already seen you do it. And so that's what my last year, three years have been like, be honest with you guys, is literally living every day by faith. Can I tell you that I feel like I'm fully out of this, that season of wilderness? No. There's still moments where I feel like I still have the residue of it all. There's moments where I still am like, okay, <laughs> Lord, what are we doing now? What's next? You know, is there moments where I can feel grace and stuff lifting off of certain situations? You know, because I've been doing a specific job, which was babysitting. That's how I got a lot of my money was through babysitting and different odd jobs for the last three years. You know, is there certain graces that I feel like, okay, this is lifting? Absolutely. But I also know that I've seen him work in my life too much now to doubt his ability to sustain me even in the dry places. I've seen his hand too much now to literally deny the goodness, the favor, and the mercy of God. I've seen him do miracles now too many times for me to question his ability to work on my behalf just because it looks differently than what I think it should be. So I'm praying, I'm saying all this guys to just encourage you guys that yes, the testing of our faith will come through, come with a lot of trials. It will come through a lot of moments of really having to humble yourself and cry out to God and, and really die to self. And, 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 and sometimes you may feel humiliated. Sometimes you have to kill that reputation that you're so busy trying to, to hold on to. You have to 
you know, learned. There was moments in my journey that honestly, I would share things with the wrong people and, and they wouldn't help me. They couldn't help me. And then that would leave me even more frustrated. And I had to learn how to really navigate even who to be vulnerable with in this season, because there's people who will take advantage of you. And there are people who would look at you and they go, oh, I just see just all this stuff happening to you. And maybe you're just, you're doing something to cause it. And it's like, no, like God brought me through this season. He brought me to this season because he knew I can handle it, but he also knew that he was pulling out the things inside of me that needed to come forth. And it, it, it caused me to have to really say, do I believe him? Do I trust him or not? Because that's how our faith gets tested, guys. It isn't just we, we have faith when everything's going great in our lives. How will we know God is provider if we never need a situation, if we never have a situation where he has to provide? How do we know he's a miracle worker if we never need a miracle? How do we know he's a healer if we never need a healing? The problem is we just don't ever want to have to go through anything. We just want it to be so that when he, when we have a need, it immediately is taken care of right then and there. We don't have to wait. We don't have to travail for it. We don't have to, you know, contend for it. We, we don't have to spend a lot of time and earnestly in prayer. It's like, oh, that's it. Boom. Got it. Cool. But that's not how faith is. Faith is going to be tested. Your faith is going to really cause you to, to really get to that line of, do I trust him as my daddy? Do I trust him? Do I trust him to be sovereign? Do I trust him to know what's better than I do, even when it doesn't make sense? I said repeatedly through this whole last three years, this doesn't make sense more times than I probably could count. But I also had to realize like Proverbs 3, 5 says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. I can't lean on my own understanding. When you're going through faith journeys, guys, you cannot lean on your own understanding because God may tell you to do things, say things, all these different things that are just not naturally going to make sense. And he will bring provision in ways and, and healings in ways that naturally at times are not going to make sense because he wants you to understand that it's his supernatural power that is invading your natural power. So and you cannot get any glory for it. it has to be him at the end of the day. It has to be him. It has to be him. So if you're in a situation right now, guys, where you're like me, where you're struggling at times to pay rent, you're still confused at times. Okay, Lord, like what, what does the next steps look like? If you're in these situations where you've had betrayals and you've had people walk away from you and rejections and doors closed in your face, I've had doors closed in my face. I've applied for jobs that I was going to get jobs and they just closed in my face. And I'm like, what? Huh? And there would be jobs that I knew I was more qualified than somebody else, but yet they got it. There'll be times where I'm like, I know I have anointing, but yet they're the ones getting asked to lead worship and I'm still in this wilderness. It didn't make sense. It did not make sense to me. But in those moments, guys, stay the course because he's not keeping you in seasons to harm you. He's keeping you in seasons to protect you and to protect the anointing and the oil and the things that are inside of you. 
because he will not let you have things outside of your time because it will destroy you or you will destroy it. And he cares about us way too much than to allow any of those things that we think we want or we think we need to cause us to drift away and fall away from him. He loves us too much. And in the meantime, he will show himself to you if you just believe. The faith may be tested hard. You may be pushed down, crushed down in all these different ways. You may find yourself, I found myself now going, I don't quite know who I am anymore. Not in a bad way, but because I know I've been so stretched and pruned that I'm just like, I know I'm not who I used to be, but I'm still coming into who I'm called to be. And it's still that funny, like trying to find my footing type situation. But I also know that God, the God that led me in it, he's leading me through it and he's going to lead me out of it. And he promised me, I'm not going to forsake you. And as I continue to listen to his word and be obedient, I will see that my faith has never been in vain. The things that have happened has nothing was wasted, nor will it will be wasted because he's going to work it all together for my good because I love him and I'm called according to his purpose. So that I just wanted to share some of my journey. I know I didn't get really deep, deep in depth to a lot of it. I do want to do another one of just kind of maybe going a little bit more and kind of more so how I process certain things when it happened. But I just wanted to really just give a, just have an episode centered around anyone going through transition and going through faith, because I understand what it's like. I understand what it's like to feel like all hell is going through your life every day, feeling like each month you're going to bed scared because you're like, how am I going to pay for my rent? How am I going to have this need? This is a need. I need this taken care of, Other than, like all these different things. And yet I want to prom- tell you and give you a promise that he is with you and he is going to help you. You just have to lean in and hear his voice, trust his voice, and then obey his voice. And I promise you, when you do those different things that he requires of us, you will find yourself. It won't always be easy, but you'll begin to see that he knows what he's doing and you really can trust him. I love you guys. And until next time, I'm your host, Rebecca Alexandria. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to catch you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Make sure to like and subscribe and follow us on all social media platforms. Until next time.